He's not pointed to us yet. He, he did. Welcome back to the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. If you want to join the show, the number here is 1-800-289-9228. 1-800-289-9228. And before we move on, any last thoughts on gambling? Yeah, I just saw um, on the Twix, mm-hmm. the Twitter X, that there's some questions about whether the gambling bill has Medicaid expansion mm-hmm. embedded in it. Yeah, some people sent me that question over the weekend, and how evil? Well, what I how guess, what I figure, can you be? <laughs> hey, if they're going to be unconservative, they might as well go all the way. But- my thing is, my guess is because you can't have a bill that deals with two different issues, really. But my guess is that they're probably going to earmark the revenue from gambling for Medicaid. And that'll just be part of, hey, this is what we're doing. This is the rate we're going to tax gambling at, and then we'll send the money to Medicaid. So it'll be sitting there Um, teed up for when they want to expand Medicaid. And when someone says, yeah, but where are we going to get the money? Oh, it's already been earmarked over there by the gambling legislation. Well, what about (sighs) the ultimate Hegelian dialectic of providing for mental health services as well? Did you see that part? Well, I know they always earmark some money to uh, combat gambling addiction. So I love that. I love the, you know, we have a problem. We don't have enough money, which is a lie from the pit of hell. Oh, wait, look at this. We know there's going to be a problem. It's called addictive gambling, predatory gambling. Oh, look, we have a solution. Yeah, I mean, we'll use our money for it's it. It's mm. such a dark circus. I, I can't. When I was reading the notes this morning, I thought, you got to be kidding me. Do people believe that the money set aside for gambling addiction actually helps any sizable percentage of the people who are addicted to gambling? You know what I'm saying? Do, do, do people believe that since they set aside a little that the, I mean, cause part of gambling addiction is you don't tell everybody you're addicted to gambling. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you've yeah. already probably wrecked everything in your life before you get to the point where the, you're going to take state dollars to help you with your gambling addiction. It's just so hypocritical. I mean, we're going to put something in front of you literally at your fingertips. We're going to give you more. You're not asking for it, but we're going to we're going to put some casinos closer to you, even though you've never driven to. Mm-hmm. Where is it? When where's Wind Creek? Oh, oh it's Atmore. In Atmore. Atmore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've never even gone there, but we think it needs to be closer. And we're going to ruin your life. Oh, but then we're going to try and fix it by continuing to give you more and more. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so. How about we amend it this way? The state owns all the casinos. And every dollar of profit goes to fund Medicaid. No private industries. No private individuals. Because if it's really about access and and giving the people, you know. And we'll we'll make sure that it's even-handed and it's the best, most fairest. And uh, let's see... um, Let's see what kind of effort there is to give it all to the state. Mm, I'm betting all the lobbyists dry up. I'm betting the votes aren't there anymore. Because people have to remember, this is about making tremendous amounts of money. Regardless of what it does to people. 
Well, Scott, we have other things that hurt people. I know we do. But just because we have two bad habits or three bad habits doesn't mean that I should be volunteering for the fourth bad habit. We don't want to bless and sanctify it. Yeah. I mean, you get what I'm saying? No, I I have things that I do wrong. I don't need to add to that list. I probably need to reduce that list from a personal standpoint. And this is how stupid... Republican leadership thinks you are. And Nathaniel Ledbetter, and they all get up there and they say, we need to pass this legislation because there's so, I mean, there's all this illegal gambling going on. And I mean, we need to regulate it and tax it and be able to control it. Shut it down. There are laws on the books. If you mm-hmm. are really worried about illegal gambling and, and passing this gambling is not going to stop the illegal gambling. I promise you. Right. But well, no, but, but, but here's have. what they will have: they will have more revenue, okay, and then they will take. You gotta, you gotta think about this like the person who's holding the monopoly, okay, the big boy. Which who is that? Uh, well, that's another good question. Who, who are the people going to get these casinos and all that kind of stuff? But say I'm uh, Daddy Warbucks, okay. okay, and I've got Warbucks Casino. As soon as the state has millions of new dollars. I'm going to say, Governor, Mr. Speaker, y'all need to crack down on this illegal gambling. Now, why would I do that? Because for every little illegal gambling establishment out there that I shut down, that they shut down for me using the tax dollars, I'm keeping all my profits. Mm -hmm. They'll use the tax dollars to shut those down because everyone they shut down sends me new customers. Right. So so you won't see this huge expansion of illegal gambling because the legal gamblers are now incentivized to crush everybody else. But do you really think that... Oh, I really think the state will enforce the laws when it's, fun, when it's pushing more money to their cronies. Right. But we could do it now. Oh, we absolutely could do okay. it now. Absolutely could do it okay. now, Yes. I just want people to understand that that's when you, you see it. It's not a concern for us. It's a concern for the business. I remember when we had some of those gambling discussions back in the day. And, um, and I was saying, because this is what I think the answer is. I'm not for gambling coming to the state of Alabama. But if you're going to have it, let everybody do it. Yeah. Yeah. We three right here should be able to have our own little gambling establishment. If but it's not be, about cronyism and, and certain right. people getting rich, the select few, then let everybody then do let it. Then let everybody do it. And if it's not bad, because it's clearly not bad, if you're going to expand it to this kind of scale, it is not a bad thing. So if it's not a bad thing, then we should be able to do it. And you can have one in your, on this street corner, and I can have one down at that corner. What Does it really matter that much? And you know what they're doing which is the worst because I keep coming back to it, but it makes me more and more furious as we're mm-hmm. sitting here, is it, it isn't just going to affect people coming to poverty, not being able to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. It's not just preying upon their worst. It is creating, you know, in school we had the three levels, the, the mm-hmm. top honor society people, then you had the middle of the pack, mm-hmm. and then you had the third, mm-hmm. just, that's just what we have. Mm-hmm. So you've created a society of just little apparatchiks that do whatever they're told because they're so crushed into all I want to do. I'm so addicted. All I'm going to do is this. This Mm -hmm. is what I'm going to do. I don't have any money, so I have to depend on the government. Like, it increases government dependence. But think about it the next time a pandemic comes along. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, it's the dominoes of not having people with character. I'm sorry. That's just what it is. Mm -hmm. And having leaders that don't have character. Because I'm sorry, mm -hmm. that's what they are. They're pieces of crap that don't have any character that are going to prey upon the worst. And so the next time something horrible happens to us, you got a whole group of people already in line going, do what they say, do what they say. Mm -hmm. And our freedom is really, really gone. Mm -hmm. Really gone. Mm -hmm. From pieces of crap people right now who are working to be hateful toward its citizens. It's really terrible. Also, Kellyanne Conway, you should have just gotten up front when you talked the other night and said, I was here to lobby for gambling, number I one. I think she was told not to talk about that. Exactly, which mm -hmm. is, I would have more respect for you if you would just have said that from the from mm -hmm. the get-go. Number two, I'd have much more respect from the people who are pushing this to just say, I literally don't give a crap about you. I want to make money. And the people who are telling me that we're bringing gambling, I'm going to make a lot of money. And I'm not smart yeah, enough to go that, out and get a job. Right. I, I, don't, I don't know how to have a real job. I only know how to do what my betters tell me. And only know how to go kiss the ring so I can do what they tell me. And y'all put me down here in Montgomery to do what they told me, not you. I have a whole lot more respect for you if you would just say, I don't care about you. I just want to get the, money. To the officials? Mm -hmm. I just want money. That's mm -hmm. all I want. And I want Medicaid to be ready so I can have more voters. Mm -hmm. And I want the people who are gambling to be so poor that they have to depend on me so I've got more voters because I'm going to promise them till kingdom come. I mean, it is absolutely disastrous and diabolical and it will not be blessed. And the last thing I have to say is I hope that there are people ready if this passes to run in the place of the pieces of crap human beings. And that's what you are. I'm sorry, that's what you are because you are preying upon the lowest of the low in the human heart. It is wicked that are ready to run in your place to primary you and get your rear end out because you don't deserve to be there. Well, we are supposed to defend the weak. Yep. And that includes, because I've heard a lot of times, it, it's kind of sad. You hear the people who say, I don't care. It's, a, it's an idiot tax. It's a stupid tax. Those stupid people. Well, the problem is a lot of the people that I knew that had gambling problems were college age guys. And they were the sons of people who would say it's a stupid tax. Mm. Well, it's not really a stupid tax. Anybody can be addicted to these things. It's, it's the same. It's, it's the draw that I have when the when the lottery's at you know a billion dollars. I only you know, Lori and I'll buy a couple of tickets. I I might as well set my money on fire. But is there? There's that. I, I might. Somebody, somebody has to win. Somebody has to. And in that same draw, that feed, that 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 pull, is the, is the same one that the that the college guy has, or the college girl, or the, the whoever. That machine is right there. I, I can win next time. I know I'm behind, but I can win next time. And then you roll that all into they don't build casinos to lose off losers or winners or whichever one it is. They always win. And so uh, you know, I have to ask the question. Are we really defending the weak? And it's okay to say that somebody who's got, uh, who might get addicted is weak. It's okay to say that somebody who doesn't understand how it all works is weak. It's okay to understand that somebody who's, who's this is their only way out and you're promising them that they may can be a winner too, that they're weak. It, it, it's okay to say all those people are weak. Are we defending the weak? And I don't think we are. Mm. And it's just a frustrating thing. I don't want to sound like I'm preaching. But I wish that we all understood what we're doing 
when I we do this. I think people take for granted that the people that that campaigned and lobbied and got elected based on conservative, traditional values, strong homes, you know, well, hard work. Well, they all work. say they're godly oriented. Right. And, and then they get there and, you know, for the steering committee of the leadership of the Republican Party of the most ruby red state of Alabama... Your steering committee, what, 17 people maybe on the steering committee? Yeah, I don't remember the number. And only one person could vote to pass a resolution to say we're not going to focus on gambling? Just to send it out to the membership right. to vote on it. Right. Only they, they're, one. They don't even have the power. They were just sending it out. Only one could say, yeah, let's send it to the 300 or 400 members of the party mm -hmm. to see what they think. Yep. That's pitiful. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is mm -hmm. they couldn't do that. But they're defending the legislature saying, let the people vote. Mm -hmm. But they didn't want their own people to vote. It's hateful. It's, it's, it's frustrating. It really, really is. And what frustrates me is back before the Republicans got in the majority, we killed all this stuff. Yeah, you did. Yeah, that was, that, that was That's what thing. I started working mm -hmm. oh, in this. That reminds me of a good point that I wanted to say. I read an article where this gambling legislation has all the Democrats support because... The Republicans finally consulted the Democrats on what they would like in gambling. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did. I just think of Dukes of Hazzard and Boss Hog. I mean, we are going to become the movie version of what people think we are. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, Randall's coming up. Miss Love, Eric the Duck. Everybody wants to weigh in on this topic, so uh, we'll be here for you on the other side. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back into the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am Scott Beeson. The ladies of Liberty who have names. Allison Sinclair, Amy Beth Shaver are here as well, commonly known as Trixie and Dixie. Let's go out to your phone calls. What happened to Eric the Duck? He uh, ducked on out of here. Apparently. He ducked on out. Mm. Well, he'll be back. He quacked. Quacked out. He, he, uh, he's departed. But Who did? Who was the other one? I think Jimmy was, was on the line. Oh. Uh, well, Jimmy and Eric, y'all give us a call back. We finally got around to the phone calls as is our usual way we do it. Let's go to Miss Love. Miss Love, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Uh, good morning to all of you. Good, good morning, morning Miss oh, Love. I want to say I'm sorry. God did not tell me. He just told me to do that about... Um, Super Bowl. He didn't tell me what was going to happen to you, man. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you did great, Miss Love. Allison doesn't need any help or support. She's oh. a strong, independent woman. I need you on my side, Miss Love. That was funny, Miss Love. <laughs> that was funny. Well done. But I want to say this about gambling. Okay. Um, check your Bible. Read what Jesus said about gambling. Uh, you can also read uh, Luke twelve fifteen. You can read Matthew six twenty four, and there's others. See what Jesus said about the Bible, about gambling, um, and about money, and the abundance of money, and trying to get rich quick. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna leave y'all with that, and thank you. Thank you, Miss Love. You have a Amen. great day. She's so sweet. Let's go to um, let's go to Randall. Randall, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Randall, we Randall, lost Randall hung up. Well, that means we get to go to Ole Miss faster. It's twice I've lost Randall today. Okay. Ole Miss, welcome to the program. How y'all doing this morning? 
Doing well, How buddy. Are you? Doing well. How are you? Good. Good. Um, the reason I called this morning is yeah. y'all are on the right track, but you're, you're taking the wrong lead. Um, okay. If you will realize the most powerful organization in Alabama is the education union. Uh, excuse me, not union, but the... Uh, the uh, AEA. AEA. The Alabama Mafia. Uh, Dr. Excuse me, Don Paul Hubbard. Uh, when I first moved here in 90, our governor had to go kiss his ring to get the endorsement so he could get elected. I mean, it was on the news. He's going down to kiss Don Paul Hubbard's ring today. He's going to be governor. Why do you think you can buy anything in Alabama? Why do you think they haven't bought the gambling yet? You need to put two and two together. Who's the most? I mean, they get more power taking our kids and uh, bringing CRT and telling the parents to have no rights in the kids' lives. Think about it. Since 90, uh, our president said, you can go down and get your waivers and help educate your kids. And they squashed it. They said, no, that's too much money. Kids might learn something. You know, they want dumb people. Look at the people who has the most power. And if I tell you what, if he wanted gambling, it would have been here. There would have been a casino on every corner. Don't you think so? Well, they've tried a couple of different times to make sure that any of the revenues go to go to education, and that's usually the easy way to do it. But some of the problem has been it, it takes a vote of the people, and the people have stood against it multiple times. And it is one of these where the dogs are fighting over one bone. And the, the fight amongst the dogs is they've not been able to agree how to divide the bone. And that's really been the hang-up is um, that's my, that's them, them going the after power, each other. That's right, thing. but the, the money power. brings more power. That's it. That's exactly right. But if yep. you're in a position where you can dictate what goes on to the rest of Alabama without getting in that dog fight, how much money can you make? You, you can make a lot. And that's why I ask Ole Miss... You know, I want to say sarcastically, tongue-in-cheek, um, I'll, I'll agree to be for gambling. Just put me in charge of it. And I'll decide who gets it and see if they pass it. Let well, Scott Beeson decide who gets a casino and who doesn't and see if these cats go spend that money and beg for it to be passed. Because they won't. Well, let me, let me ask you this. Why don't we call our senators and congressmen and people of the state and ask them, why don't they fight so hard for our kids? Why is there something for education on, and before them instead of this gambling garbage? Well, why don't they Why don't they make school choice where you and I can decide? And if, if oh, I want to send my kid to the local school, why aren't they well, that fired up about school choice? It, it's just like the uh, cannabis. That'll never be a, a, a dispensary in Montgomery. People are insane, and they're getting more votes, and, oh, we're going to get marijuana. I mean, uh, a politician who advertises, I'll get you marijuana, I'll be shot. You know, because all it is is just like the gambling. Oh, I'll get you. You'll be able to spend every dime you've gotten bankrupt your family. Uh, in, in next year, I guarantee it. And it's been, what, 30 years? Yep. People well. in Alabama are gullible. You tell them, you tell, them tell something in their church, and you, you are all Christians just like me. They'll get up and they'll announce it in the church. And there won't be a peep said nowhere. Mm. I can't mm. disagree with you, Ole Miss. Yeah, Thanks for the right. call, buddy. Good thought. Be careful okay. out there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so many things. I mean, this this legislature, this Republican legislature is the one that was um, all bent to uh, legalize marijuana, too, right? Yep. Medi uh, oh, only medicinally. Only medicinally. That was the quadrennium before. It but doesn't matter. It's they're the pretty same, much all it's the same. It's the same Republicans. It's the same. 
Yeah, because that's going to make things better, right? Just makes things better. And it's gone so smoothly. Let's go to uh, let's go to Charles the first. We got two minutes. Charles the first of Duany. Welcome to the program. Uh, thanks for having me on. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Good morning. This time, uh, this is Paul Gallup. This time, I'm okay. of uh, money and power. Just think of Hubbard and Bentley and, like you said, the marijuana. And I want to know, did we not elect any heroes, any good guys, anybody that will stand up to, to kiss in the ring and let better and anybody else's name is uh, Charles the first we did we did and there are several of them there and we could name them by name but unfortunately they get put on a whiteboard in the governor's office and none of their legislation gets passed because they don't play by the rules and they and well, Charles the first they came after there has been a mass forgetfulness um, in the state legislature, legislature, the senators and the House members do not remember. They, they weren't there. They have no recollection of what it meant to be independent. I'm just telling you, if, if I had found out my name was on a whiteboard at the governor's office when I was in the Senate, I would have gone over there and erased it and put mine at the top in bigger letters <laughs> and said, it's on because I'm in the Senate and I will kill your stuff. If you want to kill mine, I'll kill yours, and we'll all play that game. But they just don't know that that's that they have that kind of power because it's been sucked out of them. No, well, one, no, one's, no one's done calling. it before while they were there. We need to start, we need to start calling the bluff of these people. Something's you got, got it. to stop this. This is decades. Charles the first right. to do any. Talk to you later. Thanks for the call. Listen here, baby. Welcome back in the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Let's get right back out to your calls before we switch over to... I know what Sky wants to talk about today. I'm betting the Super Bowl. Betting it's not gambling. (laughs) (laughs) We're almost done. Let's see. Randall, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. What's up? And and, and if I got got a few seconds, man, like... do y'all want to hear me, me and Eric the Duck meet? Oh, y'all don't worry. I like. I don't want to miss no. I've been supposed to have told y'all about this, and Eric, I don't understand, man. Like you shouldn't even want to go to the Blue Iguana. Let me tell you something, uh, uh, Allison. Yes. Homeboy lives in a two ten house. Do you hear me? I'm talking about lives in a two ten house. It's called Capital City Cannabis Health. And let me tell you. Man, I mean, he's connected. The boy is connected. Eric, you should not ever, 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 ever be upset about nothing. And you shouldn't. Why even go to the Blue Iguana? Who cares about the Blue Iguana when you when you're in a place called I mean, Capital City Cannabis Hill? I mean, you can't get no better than that now. Come on, dog. I, I, I can't. I can't take nothing. Take nothing from you no more now. Come on, dog. Man, I have no idea what we're talking about. I, no, I don't.
uh, uh, neurotransmitter now. And so they won't. When I told you about the Jesus drugs, the box, mm-hmm. this is what it's going to lead to. They're going to use the boxing in the future to, uh, to for gambling addiction. And they, they just been laying money down your pound. They've been working on this. And that, tell you, because, uh, I'm going to go ahead and call Becky Garrison out. Because when this came up before, Becky, Becky was beating the bushes down for the uh, big for Big Farmer when this was going on. They've been doing studies. They've been lying to Montgomery, Alabama. And Montgomery County has just implemented the tag reading system. So, so they uh, and and Sky's talked about it on the news. I don't know if y'all get the same news, Sky, but you don't. But y'all better get Sky's news. The Sky is on it. it they mm-hmm. they implement this new tag reading system. And plus, I can't think of the FBI thing, but it's a phone scanner. It starts with an S. Called Skywalker, Skylight. But once all that's hooked together, when they read your tag, your phone and because casinos are where a lot of bad stuff goes down anyway, Scott. So that, that's another mm-hmm. reason. But they're gonna push the casinos too because this is gonna be hooked to. Uh, Medicaid, you're right. They're gonna, it's gonna get people hooked. They're gonna say they need treatment, and they're gonna stop an ev- epidemic. Mm-hmm. They need more people hooked on gambling, and they're gonna use the uh, suboxone drug in the future. That's how they're gonna pay Big Farm back. And Becky, don't say you didn't do this because boy, you hung Baron Coven out the dry on, and don't say you didn't. Now, I got all, all your old stuff. So, and so be careful messing with uh, Eagle Farm uh, partner. I heard you say you've been following us and uh, uh, the dude earlier. And on, on the bet, on, on the uh, Super Bowl though. Let me tell you, they wanted y'all to think that it was all about the uh, the little white girl being in the confetti, but this is all about uh, Norma Hunt. Norma Hunt uh, is is the demonic person who who this other what's the name that's taking over? Uh, what, what, what's the white girl name that's in the confetti now? That government that's in Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah, Taylor Swift. She uh-huh. is is going into uh, uh, Norma Hunt's position. Norma whoa, Hunt. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Norman Hunt's the the owner of the Chiefs. Or who am I thinking of? Help me out, Randy. Yeah, yeah. She also she brought the national and and both football leagues together. She, her husband didn't do this. This woman done this. She controls this crowd. She also brought soccer, professional soccer, to to uh, Texas in the seventies. She's been getting paid off soccer so so long, and now she wants to. They want to crash the NFL. The brand, and, and soccer is going to be the next big thing, but because uh, she's already lined up for it. But the NFL is all this, all this talk about gambling and the fix. They want you to crash it. NFL is crashing itself on purpose because Emma, because uh, 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 they're gonna let uh, Taylor Swift uh, do the soccer like Emma Hunt done for uh, football, and they're gonna use the other dude uh, as her front face. I think just like they did the man in front of uh, Norma Hunt, her husband. Because they couldn't. Norma Hunt's the, the one who's dead, her. right? Yeah, she just died. <laughs> yeah, just died. back in June. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, All right, Randall, uh, you already gave me my right. take. Thanks, buddy. Right, it kind of makes sense you, because we're we're importing all these uh, South American and Mexican um, people to the country, and you know mm-hmm. that's their big game is soccer. So, soccer uh, kind of makes sense. Probably a good. Uh, no one watches. Soccer. They're creating an so audience for the uh, for the game right now. They do. Yeah. The third world loves oh soccer because all you need is a vacant soccer. lot and a ball all right, I and need four sticks. One of our yeah, listeners. You don't need that. You just need four of your people to stand there who, to be a goal. Who comes up with a game where you can't use your hands? I, mean, I know, right? What is that about? Well, it was communist because the kids that could use their hands were better than the other kids with no eye-hand coordination. So they made everybody use their feet because on day one, everybody was like, this is we're this is terrible. I thought European <laughs> exactly ladies would soccer feel. so that they would have something to do while their husbands cook dinner. I I, I don't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> we need to go to Red Top. Oh, okay. before we move on, Red okay. Top, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. 
crashing the NFL. What kind of stupid concept is that? <laughs> I don't know. The NFL seems to be doing a good job of it on their own. No, the NFL's doing better than ever. They're making more money than ever. Yeah, they got all the Swifties. But what happens when the Swifties get tired of it? Sir, the Swifties do not run pro football. You guys are so That's not what you said. You said they're making more money than they ever had, and I said it was because of the Swifties. No, because the game's good. It can prove the players kick ass. It has nothing to do with a bunch of damn women in a in a luxury box. Now, uh, let's, let's talk about something to make the damn difference. Uh, I watched Donald Trump's speech in South Carolina, and it okay. was stunning. It was no script, no notes until the very end. Uh, in fact, he picked up his notebook and said, here's my speech. I ain't using it. I didn't need it. He spoke for, I turned it on after he already started. And over an hour later, this man had barely taken a breath. Uh, I've never seen such sharpness in a uh, 79-year-old man in my life. He's really more precise than he was last election. And then he read, he told the story about the snake, the woman who took in the snake at the end of the whole thing after over an hour, verbatim, barely taking a breath. And he just kicked ass like I've never seen before in my life. Uh, but, and then we have Joe Biden that can't even put one sentence together. Uh, if you haven't seen this campaign speech, you need to. It's a revelation of how smart this man is and how much he's going to kick ass. So and it, uh, the whole thing was broadcast on Newsmax Saturday night. you got to see it. Uh, get it. off the podcast and start watching real live news, and you'll learn a hell of a lot more about the world and a lot less distraction. You got it. So, Thanks, Red Tide. Appreciate Roll you. Tide, Trump. Thank you. Roll Tide. I, I love that assumption. The um, so I, I thought it. the most fascinating thing out of the Trump rally was where the left lost their minds saying that he was um, supporting Russian aggression against the NATO allies. There's a weird, there's a weird thing. Did you see where Mike Wallace was getting on Tucker Carlson's case for interviewing Vladimir Putin? Well, it's kind of accurate, actually. Really? So tell me how. I mean, have you watched it? I've watched it. I've watched part of it, yeah. I mean, Tucker got owned by Putin. Like yeah, he, he, did. he He was absolutely totally... Did. Let's talk about that when we come what back. What do you mean owned? Oh, just wait. That, that's a tease. And how is that different than interviews of any other world leader? So if you go do a Biden interview, you don't get owned? You go interview Trump, you don't this get owned? This is a different owned? kind this of owned, different. and it points to our humiliation as a country. Okay. But Mike... <sighs> well, we got to do the Super Bowl, too. So we got well, double teases. All of it. Okay. Fine. <laughs> We'll be back. We are back, everybody. Don't forget the number here, 1-800-289-9228. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Let's go out to some of your phone calls. Let's see. On topics. Let's go to Ben. Ben, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Hey, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, I was a uh, listener, and I've been gone for about a year. I've been living up in the Shoals area, and uh, the subject you're about to talk about was actually the subject we talked about at at 6.30 this morning at Jody's Truck Stop up in Muscle Shoals. <laughs> well, good. Well, what was the conversation like? And I, I need your take, because my take may be a little different than the ladies' take. Well, uh, 
we we talked about the Trump comment and we talked about uh, the response to that and also mm -hmm. the Dr. Carlson uh, interview. And uh, um, first, let's go with the Trump take. Um, okay. In context, uh, this is something he had said several years ago while he was president when he was trying to lobby for um, every NATO nation to pay their part toward what I, I forget what the percentage of GDP each state is for, and through the through the realms it, it got it got spun around where now it's it's and now he may have said something recently that and he probably did I mean we know how he is at his press conferences or his, his um, rallies but and nothing's changed from what he said I mean if you're not paying you know it's the same with us if you're not paying your dues to your HOA or your moose lodge or fraternity or whatever. I mean, how are you going to have our support? Um, I have mixed feelings on that, but, you know. This is what Trump said, and this is the thing that people and should get. It? So it was, it was at the rally in South Carolina, which I think was Saturday. Okay. Um, this is this is how bad it's gotten, by the way. I have to go to Al Jazeera. <laughs> to find, to, to get a good uh, in-context thing. So the headline is Trump's Russia threat against NATO, what U.S. allies are spending on defense. So what he said is, is right on the lines of what you have said in the past. Um, he said that Washington might not protect NATO allies from potential attack from Russia if he wins the November election unless some members of the alliance step up their military spending. He said okay. that if if um, he told an unnamed leader of a big country that is part of NATO that he would encourage Russia to do whatever the hell they want with nations that don't spend sufficiently on defense. So he's basically telling NATO, if you're not going to spend money on your own defense, I don't give a rip what Russia does to you. I'm your ally. We have an agreement. And your agreement is that you're going to help defend yourself, and if you're not going to do it, we're not doing it for you. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with what you said, and and I, and and you're right. I think I read that too. But it, it goes along the line with what he said while he was president, yes. where he was negotiating deals with like Germany. They weren't paying enough, you know, based on their GDP. And right. um, so, all right. So next subject. All right. Now, I mean, there's nothing changed. It's just new news, old news. Let's make a spin on it right now. He said something in a rally. It's kind of like the thing where he said about, you know, I mean, Trump's going to say what he wants to say. And that's one of the reasons people love it, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like watching Judge Judy. So, which should have been a uh, nominee for Supreme Court. But, I mean, that would have been great. Um, let's go to the Tucker Carlson interview. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, you know, Putin's sitting there, and he's like, okay, well, I got this guy coming to interview me, and he doesn't care about sanctions or what the government says. You know, ask me about Nord Stream Pipeline, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell, I'm gonna tell what, I'm, what I think. You know, I, I mean, I was a Tucker fan, but, and still am, but what do you think the guy's going to say, you know? And you don't know what the translator's saying. I don't, I don't know what, what, I don't speak Russian. Neither do you, <laughs> neither do most people listening to this program. Right. I mean, uh, it, it, well, here's my here's my question, Ben. Why do we automatically in this country, and I'm not saying he's not, but we automatically say, "Well, Putin must be lying." 
Well, for Putin to be be lying, that means Joe Biden's telling us the truth every day. Barack Obama told us the truth every day. I mean, we know our folks lie to us. I figure Putin's lying about half the time. They're lying about half the time. So we ought to at least be able to hear both sets. Well, one thing I've looked at is is what is what has the past president said? Even back to Clinton, okay, where Putin's been involved. I mean, people talk about how Boris Yeltsin used to used to uh, tell Clinton on the side in, in his sober days, you know, you need to watch out for this guy, you know. And then George W. Bush, you know, they go to the ranch to pick up pick up twig in a truck right. to get a photo op, you know. Oh. Hey Ben, we got to take a break, brother. We'll get with you next time. Talk-